Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When the sun goes down. Monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark. Your host, Geo Braun. Hi, this is Dean Yeagle, and you are listening to Geo After Dark. That's right. It's that time once again. We're back. And yours truly, as you know, took a couple weeks off here just to kind of get things situated and going. And, uh, you know, as an indie artist, you gotta take some time off, because I don't have that cloning process worked out yet. So therefore, you do what you gotta do. So I'm back, and I'm thanking you for joining me here on Geo After Dark. Welcome. So it's funny, but yours truly always, quite honestly regularly gets asked what do you really think as far as why do you do nudity and what's the deal with doing nudity in your art well quite honestly I've always taken kind of a European approach to my art that's just the way it is I don't see a problem with nudity I never have really now, I know that's not the norm here in America. This is a land that was, well, let's be honest, it was refounded by Puritans. Puritans who didn't believe in nudity. That was the devil's work. Oh, that's nasty. Well, here I am today in modern day America. And I can tell you this much it's not the devil's work. Nudity is one of the most natural things. In my opinion that there is Hell yeah. so when it comes right down to it the idea of nudity in my art it's because I personally don't think there's anything more beautiful than the female naked body I think it's the most amazing thing it comes in all shapes and sizes and it's beautiful on each and every one you know I did a photo shoot uh, over the course of the past couple weeks I did a photo shoot with a friend of mine. She's a beautiful girl. She really is. And when I say that, I don't mean that she's 34, 24, 34. And I don't say that because she was in Victoria's Secret. I say that because she's a beautiful person inside and out. And it's because of that fact that uh, her coming over for a visit turned into a complete photo shoot. I had no problem doing that. And 
again, I think that the female form is a beautiful thing in every possible way. So, when I shoot somebody for a modeling shoot, for a pinup, for whatever the case may be, for a painting, um, it really comes down to the person is really what makes it beautiful. You know, I do Geo's Vixens, which, as a lot of you know, is my salute to pinups. The girls that I decide to actually feature on Geo's Vixens, they can be models, they can be actresses, they can be, you know, a variety, if you will. But they can even be the girl next door. But the one thing that each and every one of them has to have is that quality of inner beauty, of empowerment. Those two factors together, I think, are what make a woman really beautiful. So, and it's something that I've always liked to feature. I have to do a pinup of this person. Therefore, I have to make sure that this person is somebody I want to do a pinup of. That is the beauty in the creation. That's the, you know, I guess you'd call it the availability to do that pinup. There has to be a certain quality. Now for some, it's purely visual, and that's fine. That's their choice. There's an artistic quality that I find beautiful in who the person is. So therefore, it's one of the major factors of choosing them to be a Geo's Vixen. So that's part of it right there. The other factor being, I don't have a problem with nudity at all, if you haven't gotten that yet. Indeed. And it's because of that factor, even though some do have a problem with nudity, well, that's their choice. That's not a problem for me. If they have a problem with nudity, that is their problem. Now, granted, my family is not exactly probably thrilled about the fact that most of my work deals with nudity in some way, shape, or form. Um, but that's okay too, you know? Uh, they don't love me because of what I do, so... Sometimes, it, even if it's in their own mind that it's in spite of, well, that's fine too. Um, some people I know absolutely love what I do, and uh, I appreciate that. So, I mean, it really runs the gambit, you know? It, it's not all one way, it's not all the other. I do it because I love to do it, and that's first and foremost in my mind when I'm working on it. It has to be, because in, in the process of doing what you love to do, you have to keep on doing it. I mean, it's a passion. It's something that drives you. And with me, Geo's Vixens, I've been doing that now for, well, for quite a few number of years. And I tell you something, I just keep on loving it more and more. It's important to me to do the kind of art that I want to do even if it doesn't make me any money, which Geo's Vixens to this day has not made me a dime. Yeah. Um, I don't care as far as that goes. It's something that's a passion. It's something that I can get into and I love creating. And I love that process, and I love putting it all together. And the pages, one after another, month after month, come together for me. And the girl who is featured in that particular month is absolutely in love with what I did for them.
you know? And that makes me feel really good. Uh, like I was saying, not too long ago, did this photo shoot. And the girl is not a model. She works for a large corporation. And, uh, yeah. This was something to make her feel good about herself again. This is somebody who, you know, did not have a great relationship recently. Ended. Her relationship recently ended. She wasn't feeling beautiful anymore. And personally, I saw that as a crime. So... I had to show her that she was still beautiful. And the end result is a series of pictures that she was very, very proud she did. A series of pictures that she was mesmerized by. And she felt really wonderful about. And it made her feel good. And really, sometimes that's all it ever takes. You know? I've had everyone from actual models and actresses all the way down to people, girls who just really wanted to feel empowered. They wanted to know that they could do this if they really wanted to. They felt very comfortable with their bodies in order to do this. And I respect that. I really do. And the end result is I, I've been doing photography like that now for at least the past three years, maybe four. Um, yeah, actually probably longer than that, about five years maybe. Yeah. And in that time, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've learned from it. I've, I've built it up. Um, and I really do enjoy doing that kind of artwork, if you will. Because photography is artwork. You know, well, it can be at least. So it's been a really important factor in what I do, and I love doing it. see a certain level of expression in the nudity that's in my art. Uh, in the nudity that is in art. I have other artist friends who are very much along those same lines. I have one artist friend who uh, focuses in on her own nudity. She's like usually the main subject of her various paintings. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I've done photo shoots just with girls who absolutely had no idea how to do a photo shoot. Uh, and we've done them a couple times until they got comfortable in front of the camera. Because the idea is, or at least the theory I have, is that nobody likes to see the Chandler. Now what that means is, is if you've ever watched an episode of Friends, there was one particular episode in particular of Friends where Chandler could not take a couple's picture with Monica. Uh, every time he tried, it looked like a deer in headlights to the extreme. And uh, when that happens in a photo shoot, uh, it shows. And I, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't see any way to work with that. So basically, I have to kind of continually work with the girl until she's comfortable enough. I did a photo shoot in order to get a painting done. It was the goddess Demeter. And the girl who I had pose was a beautiful, beautiful girl, um, 45 years of age, uh, was this mother figure. Demeter is the goddess of grain and wheat, and um, the, the, she, her daughter's Persephone. Anyways, back on subject, Demeter 
had to have this very, very strong feeling of empowerment. That is who the character is. And so the girl who I had Pose, uh, you know, like I said, she's about 45 years of age, um, has never done anything like this in her life, but I knew she could do it, and I was right. And it took a lot. It took a lot. There was time that she had to get comfortable. There was time to actually, you know, she was wearing a sheet, which I would turn into the toga uh, design once I got the work done. It was a whole process, and it wasn't easy, but we got it done. I was willing to actually go as far as to do the entire photo shoot in my chonies. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Because she was, she brought it up. She said, you know, it's easy for you to say at one point, she says, because you at least are wearing clothes. I said, screw this. If that's what it takes in order for you to get comfortable, I have no problem getting down in my chonies for this. And I did. And the end result was she felt that much more comfortable and the pictures got that much more better. Fair enough. So I'm willing to go the extra mile. I don't care. And the end result is we had a great photo shoot, which produced a great painting. So mission accomplished. Man's got to know his limitations. Truth be told, I've always loved strong women. They've always appealed to me. I've always felt them to be very, very attractive. And it wasn't size, shape, or anything else other than who they were that really was one of the most attractive things about them. It's said that the Queen of Egypt, if you will, Cleopatra, was not the most beautiful woman in the world. It is said that she was not the most attractive. What really made her beautiful and why she is renowned for being so, she had such a strong charisma, such a strong ability to really just take this into another level as far as her personality, as far as her persona, that she did so. And, and that's what really drove people to follow and to adore her and to find her just absolutely ravishing. And I, I take that into a lot of heart. I think there's something to that. I've been very lucky to know a lot of very charismatic women come into my life. And the end result is it's showed me something in each one, uh, in their personalities, who they are. And in the process of which, if I'm lucky enough to do a photo shoot with them, all the better, you know? So... I've been pretty lucky in those regards. I I'm, can't lie. I've known some really amazing women. And the funny thing is, it just keeps on going from there. As time goes on, I know there's some women out there who I know who are maybe even offended that I haven't asked them to do a photo shoot at this point. Um, the end result is really cool. And if you've seen any of my pinup work, you know what I'm talking about. I did a free comic book day not too long ago, and in the process of which I found that the thing that really did sell the most were my pinups. So that was very exciting. And, uh, you know, they're not exactly G-rated, so I definitely monitored who was looking in them. Nevertheless, the end result was, you know, Geo had some money in his pocket. That's never a bad thing. 
And you're probably asking yourself, what else have I done in the past couple of weeks since my, uh, you know, little hiatus? Well, I've been working on Killer Katie. Uh, I've done a few uh, different episodes now, getting ready for the launch of the next issue. And so that's been a lot of fun to work with. I've also been working with uh, Dean Yeagle, who, if you've heard the beginning of this program, was the person who announced me. Dean is an amazing artist and did so many years, decades even, in Playboy magazine. He's also the creator of the Honeycomb Bee, if you've ever liked Honeycomb cereal and seen the commercials for that with the little Honeycomb Bee. Yeah, he's also the creator of that design. So he's an amazing artist. And his character, Mandy, has been absolutely phenomenal. There's been a series upon series of books uh, that he's created regarding Mandy, as well as statues galore. And most recently, he came out with a new statue of Mandy that I thought was really cool. And I'm actually going to do an episode of Deep Inside the Pirate Office featuring this statue because I think it's so cool. And to help Dean out. I mean, I want him to, you know, not that he needs my help, but I want to do anything I can to help this master who I'm trying to basically emulate, follow in his footsteps, if you will, uh, with my character of Killer Katie. So, I mean, really it comes down to working your ass off to no end and just keep on going. Uh, that's what basically will create a really solid creation like Mandy. And Dean has been doing so for so many years. It's been fantastic to even just talk to him about promoting his work uh, in any way, shape, or form that I can. Because seriously, I mean, it's because of him and his inspiration that really helped me kind of delve into this whole world of magazine and and with Killer Katie and the indelible likeness of being uh, I'm hoping to emulate that. I'm hoping to really do something with that character. I'm hoping to have statues of my own one day and books about uh, the creation process of, you know, Killer Katie. So, uh, Dean, here's to you, sir. Thank you very much for letting me be a part of this whole process for you. And uh, what else has gone on lately? Well, uh, you know, I've been working really hard, but also I've been trying really hard to focus in and see how possibly I can make more money happen. Because God knows I could use some more money these days. I'm not sure if anybody of you has caught of any of my past podcasts, but if you have, you know I don't have any, I don't make any bones about it. I'll be honest, as this is a no bullshit show. It's not always easy for yours truly to keep things going. I managed to somehow scratch together a nice living, but it's not always simple. And sometimes it's all you can do to just to wake up and tell yourself to keep going. Because this is who you are, and this is what you do. So go out there and do it. Something else cool that happened uh, in the past couple of weeks as I've taken my little siesta from the show here is, um, as some of you might have mentioned, some of you might have actually previously remembered if you've listened to past episodes, I was dealing with the nightmare here in California that is uh, Frontier. 
Frontier Communications, who took over from Fios, which was actually a pretty damn good company. But uh, they took the money and ran, leaving uh, Frontier to hold the ball. And Frontier sucked and was 10 years behind in the times to actually do the things that Fios did. Well, shit. So, ended up getting rid of them did something I did not plan on ever doing again, and that was having Charter Communication Cable Service. Granted, they did screw up the appointment, but it wasn't completely their fault. Without going into all the logistics, it was Frontier's problem as well. So the end result is now I have service with the old company that I used to work with, or for, I should say. I think this is some kind of mother-flipping joke. Mother flippers think everything's a mother flipping joke. <laughs> Let me tell you, the jokey ain't no jokey, sucker. And, yeah, yeah, it's kind of ironic in a way, but it is what it is. Meanwhile, that whole nonsense with Fios and Frontier is behind me now. Hell yeah! And, you know, I get to watch the L Ray Network, which I'm not sure if any of you out there have ever heard of it, but the L Ray Network is the network that was devised by Robert Rodriguez, film director, filmmaker, uh, all the above, and uh, some of the best movies I, I have enjoyed have come from Robert Rodriguez. So it's uh, been really interesting to see that channel because I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, and I was surprised that it actually was lasting as long as it did. I didn't think that it was going to actually do very well, you know. But it did, and the channel is now one of my favorite channels on cable. So, FYI, if you get the chance, and you grew up in the 80s and, and 70s and 90s like I did, you're going to see a lot of shit on there that's really cool. So, I would give that a chance. I would give that some props, and I would definitely check that out if you get the chance. It's good times. I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago and she's really cool she's really down to earth but she's going through a lot of stuff right now and you know it's one of those things where you try to be the best friend you can be you know you really do but at the end of the day you do have to take care of yourself and if the person is too self-absorbed with their own dilemmas, with their own trials and tribulations, it will bring you down. It has no choice. It'll just completely bring you to the ground. So you really have to kind of judge sometimes how much you're willing to jump into a situation. And sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes it does not. It's really up to you. Again, it's free will. So you decide how much you really can, you know, estimate your time involved in this other person's world, trying to help them solve their own problems, which you cannot solve their problems for them. Trust me, that's just not going to happen. This person in particular who I'm trying to assist, they seem to continually have one problem after another ongoing. And, uh... There's not much I could do about that. I can't fix anybody in this world. 
I can help them enjoy themselves, I can entertain them, but I can't fix anyone. I can be there for them, and I should be there for them, but at some point, and this, this, the, there's a book, it's one of my really most prolifically enjoyable and yet almost like my Bible. It's called The Artist's Way. And there's a section in there that talks about the crazy makers. And these are the people who really insist that you make their three-ring circus your three-ring circus. Well, I can tell you right here and now, don't do it. Do not do it. Do not make somebody else's problems your problems. The best thing you can do sometimes is let them handle it for themselves. Realize that they can't actually handle their problems. But don't take on the responsibility. All you can do is be a friend, listen to them when you can, help when you can, but don't take on their... Don't put that monkey on your back. That's just a lesson from your old buddy Gio. That being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did enjoy what I do, check out my Patreon page. Patreon.com is where you can see, just look up Gio Braun, and you'll be able to see um, my Patreon profile on there. On that profile, you're going to see all kinds of cool stuff that I do. If you pay a dollar, you'll see some more than you would otherwise. If you pay $5, you'll see even more. And if you pay $10, you'll see even more than that. And I have enough right now for a large pizza, which is very exciting. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. But if you can, please donate. All right? Anything between a dollar on up would be really appreciated. So thank you for that. Also, uh, for my Patreons who are on there already, thank you very much. And uh, I'm looking forward to one of them coming out soon to good old sunny California from their home of Texas out there. And she is very super cool. And she's a good friend of mine. And I am looking forward to hanging out with her and having some crazy times. So, anyhow, um, if you also like my work, go to my website, brongraphics.com. Brongraphics.com is where you're going to see everything that I do uh, beyond my Patreon page. You're going to see some things there that you wouldn't see on the Patreon. Uh, but at the same time, too, you're going to see Geo's Vixens, which is my salute <whistles> to pinups. You're also going to see everything I do with Tubbins and Wiley. You're going to see things I do with all kinds of commission art, with tattoo art. I do tattoo art, um, but I don't do the actual needlework. So, FYI. You'll see all kinds of stuff that I do, so check it out. You'll see The Untold Chronicles, my first book series. And uh, to this day, I'm very proud of that. So, check that out. BraunGraphics.com. B-R-A-W-N-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.com. Also, check out uh, Deep Inside the Pirate Office. That's my actual page uh, that's also on Facebook. But also, it's a featured YouTube video show that I do that'll highlight different things in the pirate office here which is where I'm talking to you from right now. This is where I do all my work, except for my painting work, which is my studio downstairs in Braun Manor. But this is where I do everything else. 
and I talk a little bit about uh, different things in the pirate office that some things I created, some things were given to me, other things, uh, you know, are just uh, kick ass and killer. So check it out. Uh, deep inside the pirate office, look it up on youtube.com. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in, and uh, good night, America, wherever you are. Good to be back. Sponsored by your friends at the Illuminati. <laughs> All celebrity voices were impersonated. No dub. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous that me, a gigantopithecus, would ever dream I'd like to team with the likes of human cub. But together we'd have powers, all the jungle's treasures ours. I got desire, you got the fire, but the dream I dream takes two. So, ooh, I wanna be like you. I wanna use that flame just the same that you can do. Oh, how magnificent it would be! A gigantopithecus like me could learn to do like you humans do. Can learn to be like someone like you. Can learn to be like someone like me.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.